Welcome, welcome. This week, Diceratops presents Born to Fran, part seven, not part six. Fran, Randy, and Halleck are on Titan Hill, where Fran's dad disappeared, trying to fight a dragon. Now a dragon is on its way. I'm Morgan Davy, the Dungeon Master. Let's dungeon that specific dragon. Welcome back to Diceratops Presents. It's Born to Fran, part number six. I think it's number six. It's a lot of numbers anyway, as this adventure is continuing for Fran Grothhild, played by Jared Baker, and Stephen Youngblood, played by... No, Stephen Youngblood is the player of Randy Dwarf. <laughs> this is going... Playing myself this, this evening, is, This folks. is already the second take. We're not going back for a third take. And Halleck Tide, played by Brendan Bennett. So let's have a big hello all at the same time, all three of you. Hello. 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 Wonderful. Same time. Uh, So as we are uh, joining our three doughty adventurers, they are in a hole in the ground in Titan Hill, surrounded by unusual and interesting objects and uh, equipment. And uh, they have just heard from an apparition that a big dragon is on its way. Uh, particularly to claim a staff, a staff that is apparently inside the mouth of a giant metal snake. And in front of that giant metal snake was Fran, who, as I recall, had knelt down and held out his hand and said, can we please have the staff? And the snake replies to that, no, no, I must hide the snake to protect it. And immediately turns to start slithering away into the um, mess of machinery and devices all around. So what do you do? A dragon's on the way, the snake is hiding. Who acts? Uh, first, I'd like to say, snake, snake! <laughs> Randy says, dragon, dragon! But it's sort of like the, the, his axe and the small hammer in his hand in the air at the same time. One in each hand. Well, that snake seems solid. I'm sure we can... It's not. It hasn't passed through any walls or anything like that, so I'm sure uh, we can we can find it somewhere. Do we call, call out? I'll call out the snake. Snake. Um, look, in the absence of that, we do want to help you keep this staff safe. But um, is there anything in here that's any good for I don't know warding off dragons? Oh, um, yeah, I've, I've got my axe. That'll be really good, and my longbow. And this really cool hammer. You know, when I hold the hammer like this, it makes me feel really powerful. Like the like mistress got, created I'm really the space big because the hammer's so small. Protect her secrets from all intruders using secrecy. Secrecy was the great weapon. Oh, I'm really good at secrets. Like, for example, like we're on a secret mission. I'm right gonna now, stop you there, Randy. It's really okay. I cast primal awareness or primeval awareness. It. Uh, I can sense whether any dragons. Are present within one mile of me. I should that Rand is is very susceptible to primal awareness. So primal. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what is what's the um? How does Halleck act as he is doing this? What's the visual that the others get from you? Oh, um, he's, he, he sends his bees flying out in all directions. <laughs> so the bees spiral out through the, Lie, through the hole above. Lie, my pretties! <laughs> the ghost bees go through the, the, yeah. the mystery tree. Okay. Um, can, I, can I get a um, uh, make it a perception roll from you? There is no dragon within one mile. But of um, course, dragons can go pretty fast. So I'm giving you the opportunity to sense further afield. Uh, so it's it's six miles if it's my favoured terrain. Uh-huh. My favoured terrains are forests and mountains. Right. Yeah, that counts. Yep. Both. 
Uh, 22 for perception. Wow. All right. Um, you sense a dragon. There is a dragon taking wing and it is coming in this direction and it will be here um, three, four minutes away. It's pretty close. We've got about three minutes. That's definitely in this episode. How do we turn the secrets on? (laughs) How do we hide this place? Can we, can we hide it? Can we make it disappear? I know. I know. Um, I'll climb up the hole and then I'll like cover my body. I ran in. I'll be like, there's no hole here. I was talking to the snake. (laughs) Yeah. I'm helping. Um, <clears throat> just starts sort of uh, okay, so it's um, the the snake is not immediately responding. Do any of you have proficiency in Arcana? And if not, do any of you, I suppose, Fran, want to make an intelligence roll? Although, are you still exhausted? I am still ex- exhausted. Um, other other things that I have that I have on the cards are uh, insight. Um, if, that, if, 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 that, if that is useful, or um, Randy's got animal handling. And yeah, snake. But still, let's let's have but I am just, still exhausted. Let's have an arcana roll with disadvantage. Either of uh, well, um, Randy, you can make a roll as well. I think um, Halleck, you will say you're too preoccupied with the bees for the moment. <laughs> so oh, you don't have five. disadvantage, Randy. Oh, okay. Five. Either way, it's a, it's a, it's a, a eleven. Eleven. Okay. You just look around at all of these complicated instruments, and they don't mean anything to you that um that's almost frustrating though because you can see certainly on that central globe structure there are all of these markings that are the same as those markings that are in the book that you're carrying and you you feel like you should be able to make sense of it but you just don't know where to begin except for that that snake that snake must know more than it's letting on and right now it's just slithered away to hide somewhere it's not even responding to you why are we um like are we we got to fight the dragon right because it can't get to us because we're underground. Like the hole that we jumped through is closed over. Like, how does it get in? We're fine, but I want to fight the dragon. How do we get out? I don't know if I want to fight a dragon. I would like to. <laughs> uh, Good one. Good yeah. one, friend. <laughs> Remember how we always wanted to fight a dragon together? And I was like, it's easy. Once you kill your first dragon, then you can kill your second dragon. And, and so I'm looking forward to killing my first dragon. Yeah, maybe we should do that later when the dragons, when, you know, when, when we've gone to the dragon, yeah, rather than the dragons idea. come to us. I'm still okay, snake. We're gonna. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for the snake. Look, we really need. We 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 need you now. The dragon is going to tear this place apart and get that and get that wand out of you. Okay, I want to. I want a persuasion roll from you, please, Fran and uh, Halleck. As you are, you're concentrating on your on your bee sense. The bees are all up above. Um, you know that the way out of this chamber has not closed over. It is open, and it's wide enough that a dragon could stick its dragoning neck right down to where you are and um, lick your cheek quite happily. Um, what I'm also going to ask you to do is make an arcana check of your own, and I'm mm-hmm. going to give you um, advantage on this one. Oh well. 18 on the first one. Wow, that's pretty good. 13 on the second. 18. 18, okay. So that big um, central globe structure, you have seen its like before. It's related to the positions of the celestial bodies and not just the stars, but also the other planes, the gateways that lead to other dimensions. It's all encoded in the way that the rings are positioned. And being a, um, a wise person, you know all about the uh, power of astrological energy in this world of multiple planes. And you know that um, certain alignments bring certain strengths. You think that if you could align them in just the right way, you could 
maybe bring the power of the planes upon you and your friends to enhance your ability in one of the domains, your strength, your physical strength and prowess, your dexterity and agility, your intelligence or your wisdom. It'll take a little bit of time to decode it all, but that's something that you could do. All right. Well, like all wise people, I know that astrology is real. We just need to work out what this dragon star sign is, and then we'll know exactly what it's planning. I think this could be the key, so I'm going to get to work on this now. Maybe someone needs to... You're fiddling with that globe thing? Yes, this globe thing here. Uh, So I pull out of of my bag my my father's journal or the the one that's been most recently written in by, by my father that uses the same symbols and hand it over. I go, I can't make your head or tail of it, but those symbols are the same as those symbols. Maybe you've got some idea. Randy walks up to the globe thing and says, maybe it's this dragon-shaped picture. Is that is that the one you're looking for? Oh, and is I that a star sign? 15 on my persuasion. So, Halika, you... Used- I'll have a look at the book. Does it... Right. Does it cool. make any sense to me? Um, is, is that a dragon or is that a goose? Maybe it's <laughs> you like you it's are going to find something useful in the book. I'm going to come back to you shortly. Randy, yep, there is definitely a dragon. In fact, if you line up that dragon, there's another dragon over there. You could probably line up all the dragons if you wanted. And then they and disappear. Randy yeah, Randy's just playing with the, finding the common patterns. Starting <laughs> okay. with the dragons, moving right. towards the rabbit. So Randy's playing with it. Halix frantically flicking pages in the book. Fran, you have approached to the corner where you're pretty sure that the snake is, making your appeal. And the snake kind of pops its little um, head out of the out of the corner over the top of a chest, and it looks at you and says, "You're not the Grothild that was here before, eh? You smell the same, you seem the same, but you're not him." No, it was my father. <sighs> what became of your father? Some sort of interdimensional rip. Uh, you know, he's probably dead. We're not really sure. Interdimensional rips. <laughs> Well, you've come to the right place. If you want to know more, that's exactly what the mistress was investigating all of those years. Right. Oh, well, if we get past this, then maybe we can find him. Um, but right now, the dragon is, I'd say, almost here. Randy's, meanwhile, finished lining yep. up all the dragon bits. And now he's working on the raven bits. Um, <laughs> next to the, the cool. raven-shaped ones. Well, what he assumes right. a raven. I mean, that could be anything. Okay. The raven, um, it could be an octopus. <laughs> Uh, Halleck, you have been flicking the pages and you find in there, there is like a big chart and all of the symbols on it are uh, kind of incomprehensible unless you've already made the connection to the um, astrological structure and the planar signs. And you can suddenly see that it's basically an instruction for aligning the different, um, the different rings up in different ways. And you're not entirely sure what any given one of them will do, but you can start making some pretty good guesses. So is there a, a general thing that you are hoping to accomplish by lining the rings up a certain way? I think looking around at my party, I want to enhance constitution mm-hmm. as a way to kind of refresh and re-energize my fellows. Lovely. All right. Can I please have, first of all, um, from you, Randy... Can I have a wisdom check from you to just reflect your, um, your, your ability to just get this big globy thing to do something helpful? How many wisdom checks should, do you want me to do? Just one. Just one. Seven. 
<laughs> I got That's a seven. seven. It's better than five. I was thinking that if you get five or less, then something very bad would have happened. <laughs> As it is with seven, nothing terribly bad happens. Um, I think when you when you line things up a certain way, suddenly all of the the room fills with this weird brownish dark light, and um, Halleck <laughs> looks up from the book and moves a ring slightly and the brown light dissipates away and um like you <laughs> Halleck looks and sees that the line that that line of symbols was was like lined up with death and destruction and and um undead monsters and you didn't want that particular alignment to to come to fruition there the snake and on the other side of the keeps, room keeps going Grothild, son of Grothild, i will entrust this to you if you think that you can protect it better than i the mistress seemed to trust you in the message. Very well. Ah! And this law kind of, it's, it's longer than a wand, shorter than a staff. It leaps out from the, from the snake's mouth like an um, elongated stream of um, metallic wooden... Um, <laughs> like, like some shitty CGI. Exactly. <laughs> like, a, like a Pez dispenser. <laughs> <laughs> like a flat top of Colgate. Yeah. It, comes, of out, Colgate it comes out at um, some great velocity and you have to l- kind of lean back. I'm going to ask for a uh, dexterity check for you to catch it. Okay, do I, uh, that with disadvantage? And disadvantage oh, yes, it would be disadvantage. Eight. Eight. <laughs> Son of Grothhild. Can't you do anything right? This stuff flies past you. You kind of fumble it. You're just so tired. It yeah. lands with a thump right next to you, Halleck, right on top of the book, in fact. It's the staff, the exact one that you were, you were looking for. It's kind of, it's a long kind of wand. There's like a circly bit at the end. Yeah, this is the thing that you were sent to recover. Right, I'll just grab it and tuck it into my cloak. From comes and stands over you and says, I believe the, uh, the snake just gave that to, to me. Shh, I'm reading. <laughs> okay, you, you get to the end of it, you know exactly what to do. You, line, you just line this up and that up and that up and that invokes the power of these separate planes and all of you should be charged with greater constitution. Cool, I feel so much more constitutiony. What does that mean? <laughs> when, when, what? Um, it means it means you are healthier. It means all constitution-based saving throws and um, ability checks are going to have advantage. And I'm going to throw in, um, let's make it a 10 temporary hit points as well. How about that? Hey. Any, any loss of fatigue? <laughs> <laughs> uh, sadly, oh. no. The exhaustion will remain for the time being. Cool. I wish I knew what that 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 uh, that one was. Halleck, do you know what that one was? The one that the snake just gave me that you put in your jacket? It was it was a, a mission. Listen, yeah. there's a, there's a dragon coming. It's very close now. Yeah, I just feel like the two things are related somehow, and I I, I don't want to labour this point, but given that that the whole point was keeping that thing away from the dragon, did the dragon send you on this mission? Is that what's happening? Halleck reaches in. He pulls out the staff. He holds it out to Frum. Okay, Frum takes it. Halleck holds on to it just a little bit too long <laughs> and then releases it. I'm not finished with that, but we need to move. All right, let's move. Where are we going? Where, Where are we going? I, I think uh, Halleck's going to start climbing out of the, out of the, up the cool. ladder and out of the tree. All right. 
Um, cool. So, Halleck, you um, start, yeah, scampering up the, there's not even the ladder is needed anymore because there's those lovely steps that appeared when Fran was coming down. So it's much easier to get up. You just race up to the top. Uh, down below, Fran, Randy, you look at each other. This this weird Halleck guy, he's given you the, the staff, the wand. Dragon's coming. You're going to follow him up. What are you doing? Yeah, I guess we're I guess we're going. I, I tuck it away so it's not immediately visible to dragons, yeah. and um, <clears throat> uh, and and follow up after. Cool. Randy sort of entertains the notion of playing with the sphere again, so that it gives it one quick spin just for fun, <laughs> like like you would a globe <laughs> as you walk out, and then um, just kind right, of roll steps. roll a twenty sided dice for me. Narrative bliss. Uh, Eighteen. Eighteen. Wow. Okay. Um, Fran. And uh, Halleck, you, um, well, Halleck comes out first, you reach the top and the last of your bees are returning to you and you kind of look into the horizon. You can see that the dragon, this dragon is flying through the clouds. It's, it's hard to judge how big it is because it's distant, but it looks pretty big. It's also not making a beeline for you, so to speak. It's, um, uh, it's, it's ah. uh, taking a more <sighs> um, kind of curved Beeline. approach, riding the, riding the winds, and uh, it's certainly approaching. But you might have a couple more minutes than you had expected, which is probably good. So you take all that in in moments. Fran, you pop up as well and um, also look out to the sky. But before you can take in what is happening up there with, you, probably before you even spot where the dragon is, suddenly you and Halleck, uh, enveloped by this giant net that lands on top of you from behind and just wraps you down, weighs you down. As soon as it touches you, you start to feel this this kind of innovating force that's grabbing you and securing you. So I, I, want a, uh, I want a saving throw from the two of you, please. The saving throw is constitution-based, hey! which is a good uh, thing for you. So you're at advantage, Brendan, and you are at normal front. Normal. Oh, <laughs> yes. Ooh, with advantage, 21. 21, fantastic. Is this some kind of anti-dragon net? <laughs> Nine. Nine, okay. So, Fran, you um, just feel yourself pulled down and tangled into this thing as Halleck just rips it off him and you get to stand up and you turn and demand this. Is this an anti-dragon net of a bunch of ogres? There's this big ogre who's standing looming down at you and there's three smaller ones including this little one going <laughs> um is, they're holding different parts of this net and the big one says you're not that dwarf where'd that dwarf go we've got a bone to pick with a pair of them i know he's down there come out dwarf do i sense a fellow dwarf fighter <laughs> <laughs> well you might say that yeah my name's royal halic tide dwarf fighter well, Alec Tide, it's good to meet you. Got as, no as trouble with this, you. Having, but as this... we're having this, I want to like <laughs> yep. just tugging the net off from. Okay. Um, as as you start doing that, he says, oh, I wouldn't do that. Leave him in there. We've got a bit of making up to do with this character. And his dwarven mate, over his shoulder, you can see this dragon getting closer and closer. Um, like front, behind them? Behind them, yep. <laughs> Randy, down below, you are, um, you spin the thing and kind of walk away and you hear it spinning and spinning and spinning. And then, um, one of those wheel of fortune. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Um, as, as 
you are just Bankrupt. getting to the steps and starting to go up and you just feel this warm glow of energy wash over you and that little hammer that you're carrying suddenly it glows bright and all of these sparkles start flying around it as though it has just been charged with extra abundant magical power from some mysterious source you glance back and you can just see whatever light was there closing and winking away but yeah good you've got a big sparkly nice hammer there yes <laughs> randy's just like starts strutting up the stairs like a cool. little bit of quiet <laughs> throat singing to himself <laughs> very, very heavy there's this, sort of there's angles this, as he's um little little fly kind of <clears throat> loops down in front of you in a lazy circle in the air i just i just lazily swat it with my hammer <laughs> just swat at it you swat <laughs> at it it strikes the fly with such force and precision that each wing comes off and flies in different directions the individual legs all just scatter to the four wings and the body of the fly is impaled on the thick point of the hammer impossibly but nonetheless you cannot deny the power of this hammer Randy's like nice <laughs> nice cool there's some kind of conversation happening up top but you're 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 very interested in your hammer i suppose so yeah i mean i mean there's like there's a pang of guilt for having killed a fly just hanging around but at the same time nice yeah get up to the top all right so you um emerge to the top and you can see halleck is standing up and having a conversation with those ogre brothers while Fran is under a net, seemingly unable to do anything at all. Um, let's hear what Halleck is saying as you emerge from the top. Halleck, what are you saying or doing? Uh, well, I'm definitely drawing their attention mm-hmm. towards me. Yeah. Uh, I want to engage them. And I also want to look for any like low area in the ground that I could suddenly dive into as required. Um, you've studied this area in great, great detail already when you were looking for the, the, the object. Um, so you know exactly the place that you could dive into in the, in the immediate area. You're well sorted for that, for sure. Then I'm saying, well, let's be clear. You are now third in line. Fran has first dibs on fighting Randy. Then it's me. And so you are going to have to wait your turn. Uh, Randy pops up. He's just like, (laughs) Little head sort of comes out of the hole, and he sees the sees the ogres, pops back down, and pops back up, and then sort of just like climbs out because he can see this sees the dragon in the distance yeah. and yep. sort of. <clears throat> it's not men- so much in the distance anymore. Yeah, so so he's like doing that that thing where that like symbols, math symbols all around his head. He's thinking <laughs> like alphabetical mathematical equations everywhere, algebra, and he goes ah. He climbs out and leans against the stump puts his hand in his pocket and just starts flipping, you know, berries into his mouth to look really nonchalant. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> starts turning and goes, you looking for me, ogres? <laughs> oh, there's yeah, the bigger. We were going to catch you in our net. We had to do pull some real favours to get hold of that net. It'll be good to catch that owlbear, but it's also good to catch two people that caused a lot of trouble to a very simple job. So, Goyle, 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 my old friend. Royal. Let me tell you, let me tell you a story. See, my name is Randy. I was sent here on a uh, mission, if you will, a secret mission. And um, that mission took us to a little town. Um, and on the way to that town, we found three ogres. And um, those <laughs> ogres, one of them took a kitten, a uh, friendship kitten, if you will. And um, I don't know where that kitten is now, uh, but he doesn't seem to be with you. So um, did you eat that kitten? Goyle? 
the kitten's been given to a good omen. It was part of the trade for the net, wasn't it? Nice. Now, nice, I've, nice. Been, I've been on the road with you. I know what your stories are like. I don't want to hear it. Don't want to hear it. What I want I've got a good is for one. you in uh, front to give us some kind of fair justice. Okay, behind, you can see that this about, dragon is how now How about we turning. warn you? <laughs> how about we warn you about your imminent death? How about that? Would you like a warning about imminent Look, death? you can't intimidate us. We've got look the dragon. Behind you. You. You've got the magic and you're under a... Have look, you ever look, fought a dragon? Look behind you. <laughs> look, look. Don't look behind you. That's a trick. Okay. That's a trick. <laughs> what I want He's not is look behind a persuasion check from Fran to persuade them to look behind them and notice the dragon. You can take you can take an advantage from uh, from Randy to help you out. I'm not going to your exhaustion isn't going to affect your persuasion abilities. I'm going to say so you get a straight advantage there. Randy's going full punch and duty though. <laughs> <laughs> it's right behind you. Oh, okay. <laughs> 17. 17. Was that the was that the roll? Do you have any bonuses for persuasion? That was a minus. Oh, was a minus. minus one for charisma. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Halleck, as you see this develop, because you're the one with the best sense of this environment, your bees have taken the things. What's, I, I just want to get a sense of what you were doing as this dragon is now on a clear approach vector getting closer and closer and closer. I want to wait until the last second and I'm yep. going to dive into a hole. Nice. The three ogres, Royal is, um, he just starts to go off on one. Look, it was a pretty clear and simple job. That beast was right in our hands. And you messed it all up for us. And we had to travel all the way down here to the south. And while he's doing that behind him, Fargus, kind of hearing what you're saying, turns around, looks over his shoulder. And his eyes go big and he looks back and he's like, and he starts grabbing Royal and pulling him and Royal just lifts him up. Get out of it, Fargal. I don't care how much you like him. They owe us. And he's just getting furious. And then the other two turn and they look as well. And finally, Royal just feels the silence behind him. And his eyes go down and then he turns and looks as well. And he utters a very nice, um, he probably swears in multiple languages because he is a multilingual ogre and uh, he, he does a very good job of his swearing as he takes in the situation. This dragon is now just roaring towards you. So now that the ogres know about it, um, they're not paying any attention to Fran, but Fran, you're still stuck under this net. You're going to need some kind of help. Halleck, you're ready to jump. Um, what do you, what do you, Randy and Halleck do? Well, Randy um, sort of runs towards... Um, Fran, he just like starts jumping up and down next to him. It's a dragon. It's a dragon. He's coming. <laughs> the dragon's here. Oh my god! The dragon. The dragon. Do we fight it? Are we friends? I don't know. The, the dragon. Randy. The dragon. Oh Please. my god! Oh no! I think the net will be too small for the dragon, Fran. Yeah. Um, um, it's a big. It's a big dragon. Uh, it over its foot. Oh, good idea. Yep. Okay. Yep. 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 So Randy picks up the net. Cool. Um. All right. You pick up the net. Uh, you get it, Fran. Suddenly, all of that, all of that comes back to you. You are able to get up and move. Do whatever it is you want. Um, Halleck, you're still bracing yourself, I think. I'm going to jump backwards yep. uh, uh -huh. so that I land on my back with my crossbow pointed up towards the sky. Nice. Nice. Cool. Randy throws the net yeah. over the ogres. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Give, us, give me an attack roll. <laughs> uh, just a straight up D20. Yep. 
seven. Uh, seven. <laughs> seven. Okay. You <laughs> throws the net at the Yokas. <laughs> Lovely. Takes you, the kitten. Yeah. You you throw the net. The um, ogres are just are all seeing this dragon coming flying down, and they are they just break terrified. They turn. They run. Um, the net is kind of too far away for them to grab. It's too far away for you to easily grab. Um, they start scampering away. How like you've let down this dragon swoops swoops through. It's going to be passing over you any second now. It's huge and it is. Um, it's kind of this grey black colour. Uh, it's it's very big. It's a very, very big creature. Its jaws are strong enough that they could probably chomp through a tree and it just swoops down towards you. What do you do? Randy, Fran, are you, you're, at the moment you are standing. Randy just leaps up and tries to touch the dragon's belly like that boy from Free Willy. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like okay. overcome with awe. And then like as the dragon swoops past, he turns around and grabs the last of the berries and just like pops it like popcorn. Just like, yeah, this is exactly the show I was looking for. <laughs> like beautiful, beautiful, majestic dragon. Uh, Alex is going to fire up into its belly. You yep. know that one spot where it's uh, one of its scales is missing? Oh, I'm very familiar with that one spot. Yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Fran? Fran uh, sort of um, scurrying to, to one side. I mean, it's, yep. a, it's, a, it's a massive thing, but, but aiming, aiming, aiming for cover. Yep. Like, get, um, get, tries, to, tries to get low and move out of range of its jaws. Nice. And okay. Goes past. Awesome. So it swoops down, and um, let's see. Let's see what it's going to do first. <laughs> I think um, as it comes swooping through, it reaches down with uh, its claws to try and grab the ogres. Um, one, of the, one of the other two, not Royal or Fargus, uh, Loomis. Loomis gets picked up by the dragon, its claws grab onto Loomis's shoulders and it starts flying um, on with him. But Loomis's um, shirt is just, it's not very good. And it rips in the dragon's claws and he, he just falls into a treetop as um, the, the dragon fails to lift him up because I rolled really badly on my dragon's <laughs> grabbing roll. It was like a, it was a three. Um, so even with the dragon's bonuses, it's not going to be able to, to get a success there. Um, you... I think you're next, Randy, as you um, have the opportunity to reach up and touch that dragon. You reach up and you touch it. Yeah, yeah it's, just, it's basically magical. Randy just reaches up, touches yep. it, and then um, thinks, oh, I should use my axe. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, sees, he sees the dragon picking up the ogre. It's like, well, this is probably not a friendly dragon. <laughs> so leaps up to touch it, but then uses the other hand to sort of raise his axe and try to hook into the dragon's belly. Oh, cool. Yeah, all so right. Sort of a, give, us, a, give, give us an attack roll there. That's a crit. That's a crit. All right. That's a natural 20. Cool. Okay. So on a so natural he takes 20. The and tries to yep. drag it down to try uh-huh. and sort of get some leverage cool. and presumably get some slice in there too. Yeah. And, and if any jewels or gems were to fall out, then that's <laughs> uh, a beautiful thing. So what kind of damage do you do on your critical strike? That's a genuinely good question. Um, <laughs> It's 11 damage on a normal hit. Okay, um, so we'll double it for a crit. Enough of ever critted with this before. Yeah. <laughs> I do get nice. a second attack. Oh, yep. Go for it. Go for it. Ooh, that's a six. That's uh, six. So 13. 
cool so you reach up you strike at this dragon and your your axe just chops into it and then um the just the weight of it and the size of it swings you sideways you you cut into it pretty hard pretty dug through some of the scales made a bit of a hole in there you drop down and try and get your axe up in time but the the just the sheer size of it it's too hard to know where to strike and suddenly it's gone flying right over where halleck is positioned to take advantage of a um critical hole that has opened up in the dragon's belly so let's see what happens with that <laughs> okay i'm gonna fire three crossbow bolts right propelled by angry bees uh, 19 <gasps> and 17 19 all three hit just 17 is what you're after Okay, so that is going to be 21. 21 points of damage. It's a pretty good start in your, um, your dragon, dragon fighting. Um, so crossbow bolt after crossbow bolt strikes this thing and it keeps flying. It goes over the ridgeline and disappears behind it. And Fran, you have, uh, you've run into the trees you've you're not sure if the if the dragon had even noticed you it was hard to say it was just so its presence was so intense and its wingspan was so huge you kind of felt the um the shape of it passing over you and you get under the cover of some trees and you're holding the staff and everywhere you look it just looks like you're these trees are not much protection against a beast of that size um you're a little bit away from everyone else so i'm just going to zoom in right on you how are you how are you feeling right now? What are you thinking? What are you wanting to do? What's your reaction? Well, um, I'm wanting to change my trousers, um, <laughs> uh, but that that can wait until we're until we're um, we're all, all safe. I sort of, with it having gone over the, over the the, the ridge line, I sort of stay, um, staying low, move back towards Randy and uh, and Halleck, sort of listening out for its return. Cool. Okay, so um, you, you're staying low. Before you can uh, kind of connect with Randy and uh, Halleck and, and get back to them, you just feel something shift in your hand and that, that special wand, that structure. You glance down at it and you can see that the circle at the top, there's something in it. It's like a little, like a little fan and the head of the fan is starting to tick around in a circle tick 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 back up on top of the on top of the ridge randy and halleck you are um like look at each other to check that you're you're both alive you've both drawn blood on a dragon this is easily the most powerful and dangerous foe that you have ever seen those ogres, they are, you don't know where the heck they are. They've, they've scampered off somewhere. There's that um, big net not too far away that is, has its own magic attached to it. What do the two of you do in this moment? You're not exactly sure where Fran went. He, he scattered. And the dragon's out of sight? It's out of sight right now. But at the rate that it can fly, it could pop up from kind of any direction if it's staying Look low. at that net. That did look cool. Yeah, I, I like that net. net. You know, I don't know why Franz dad didn't fight this dragon. It's, it seems relatively uh, straightforward. Yeah, I, I certainly gave it a good slice. 
with my great axe, did you see? I was stood up and I was like, yay, hello, dragon. And then I saw my axe in it and then the axe went deep into its belly. And then the, then out of its belly came like a dragon parts. And then and then you shot it with your crossbow and like, woo, yay. And then Fran was just on the ground. As we're saying this, we're, we're I guess, rolling up the net. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Yep. Um, perfect. And um, as you're rolling up the net, uh, Randy, you do think it is it is a bit weird that Fran hasn't popped up from where, wherever he jumped to he probably hadn't gone that far away and you start looking around mm. for him front the um fan goes faster and faster and faster and then slows and then stops it was like you were you're a bit mesmerized by that fan it was just a, a really interesting thing to see and as you look around you're no longer on the hill you're no longer surrounded by trees you're in a little bedroom. You're in a bedroom. There's like a little window and stonework all around, and you can hear the sounds of people in a town outside. Okay. <laughs> I take a look out of the window. So it's early morning, and you are in the tower of Lord Fitch. You're looking out over that little community that you had visited recently. It's um, it's busy with people and uh, the door opens and um, the uh, priest is there and the priest says to you, oh, Ranger Grothfield, it's time. They're waiting for you. It's time for you to go and slay the dragon with the blessing of all of us. <laughs> oh. Oh boy. You stand up. <laughs> the mirror on the wall shows not a half orc, but a human. It is the reflection of your father. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the end of uh, this, this adventure for um, Fran and uh, Randy and Halleck. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Goodbye. Farewell. This has been Diceratops Presents Born to Front Part 7. What a twist! Today's episode included Stephen Youngblood, Jared Baker, and Brendan Bennett. Thanks for joining us. As ever, please spread the word about this podcast. We rely on word of mouth to find our people. We're in talks right now about the return of live shows. More news soon for that. For now, find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, all at DiceratopsNZ. And our website is Diceratops.nz. There's a mailing list to join. I'm Morgan Davey. We are Diceratops. We love games and our shows are for everyone. Sort of after credits, Randy's sort of like unwinding the net looking for fun. <laughs> like, hello, maybe he's in here. Unpacking his bag. Looking at <laughs> Pulling out, emptying his pockets. I, I believe this is what's called, what's called a, a backdoor pilot. <laughs> <laughs>